0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve, and with me, as always, is Colby skeet ski. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for incorporating my uh, natural middle name.
0: Anytime, anytime, and, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And people, today, we are talking more Last Kingdom. We're getting through Season 5 here. And we're talking about Episode 3, which was a pretty eventful episode i have to say. Yes. What did you think of episode 3 kind of generally, Steve? I really liked it.
0: As we said before, we're only going to be talking about everything in the last kingdom up to this episode. Right. So no spoilers going on after this one. So you've been warned. Generally, when i my i did i have finished the whole series now. But when i first saw this, and we both have, uh my first watch through when we hit this episode, I was like, all right, here we go. Yes. Um, this was at least when I first watched this is probably one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. from the from mm-hmm. and even now, I would say it's probably one of my favorite ones from the whole uh season. Um season 5 here. I mean, it's yeah. got action, it's got emotion, it's yes. It's got it all. It's it was uh it was a great one to see. A lot of crazy things happen in this one that I was like well this already happened you know i saw this uh, coming but i didn't think it was gonna happen now I know, i know so, i mean i really liked it i was i'd give it a nine nine point five out of ten yeah that's
1: you know i'm right in that range too probably a, a nine out of ten at least a nine out of ten it was or commit ex- to a nine or commit commit to a nine okay Definitely in the top tier of episodes this season, I would say. And like you said, they had a little bit of everything, I feel like. Really solid episode. And Without any further ado, we're going to jump into the spoiler talk because we have a lot to talk about this episode. Um, but comment your thoughts on the episode below. Again, try to be spoiler free after this episode. But here, we're good. Okay. So As
0: always, we're going to give you a little recap, a little spoiler discussion about what we thought about it. And then we're going to give you our favorite moments and our best bro moments, which uh, I think some people think like just means, oh, guy, guy moment. Uh, but it's just, just generally our bro. most wholesome moment. It's, yes. usually, it's usually the bros in the squad doing things with each other. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I saw a couple of comments. And I was like, it's not just not, just not the like, guys. not like, what up? No, it's, it's not yeah. like that. All right.
1: <laughs> no. No, uh, plenty of female characters have won our best bro moments. Steora, sure. Steora has won. It. Speaking of Steora, ladies and gentlemen, out of this corner here in Effowich, Steora daughter, because she is coming out of the gutter system where she was hiding. Um, if you remember last episode, she had called out to Brita.
0: And Brita's like, fight me, bitch. <laughs> she's like,
1: okay, you know, and she marches out. Um, Brita says something like, oh look, the gods have, have delivered, you know, and Steora is she's ready to take her on here.
0: I'm going 9.5, I'm committing. I'm committing. Yeah, nine point five. see
1: things like this. Things it's... like this. I was like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Now, again, we hadn't seen a whole lot of Steora action in season so my initial thoughts were like she's also a lot younger in season 4 I think Yeah, totally is she was a whole
0: Ethelstan you know younger
1: (laughs) she was extremely intelligent we just didn't see a lot of her fighting and stuff so I'm kind of thinking going up she's walking up to Brita I'm like oh crap but she totally like lays down let's make the square yes oh my god God. this goes all the way back to first episode last kingdom yeah. when ragnar the elder challenges kiartan to make a square and kiartan does not but i think that's the first time we hear let's make that's the first square. time
0: make the square gets mentioned and and i remember the first and then this is one of the major things why we you and i fell in love with the last kingdom It was, it was yes. this it's it's so epic and cool mm-hmm. moment because it means we're gonna duel um And it it was just, it was so fun just sort of figuring that out from context. There was never anyone that was like, this is what make the square means, Utrid. Right. Audience. It was like, it's something we just figured out. So um by watching it. And it was just, it was always just a cool moment because again, it's going to be a one on one fight. It usually means you want to fight to the death sort of thing. And especially the first two seasons. And it happens, and I'd say in the third season, too. That's when. That's when, you know, people are going to throw down and mm-hmm. it's always, it's always fun. I would say this, this is the first time though, that when they said make the square, that they actually outlined yes. the square with <laughs> Hazel Branch, but this is something Which from is the awesome. books though. This is from the books. Yeah. That, and I'd, I would imagine history too, because um, this was, you know, the mm. books, Bernard Cornwell, especially if Bernard Cornwell is incorporating it. You now, know, this would, they would literally lay down, I think, Hazel Branches to outline a square section of ground mm-hmm. basically this is our our temporary arena here where people right. are going to fight you know to the death yeah. right um, so th- and that's the first time we saw it so I was it's like, the first
1: time we uh, we get to see how it's done book accurate
0: is awesome. this is a callback to all the things that we loved you know this, like, this wasn't in our five things we wanted from this season but it was it we was didn't know we wanted we really wanted
1: We didn't know how bad we wanted to see the square being made. And it reminded me of those time-lapse videos in arenas when they're switching between concert venue to basketball court to hockey arena to, you know, (laughs) we got to see the
0: courtyard become the square, man. Yeah, That was, I didn't know how much I wanted that. That I mean, that was, that was, that was the big thing I wanted from this season was I wanted the, the, the the culture stuff from the Danes, the, the, Mm -hmm. the, the unique iconic stuff that we got from back in the first season established you know what it was that this show was about that i i feel like the fourth season really fell off away from Um, totally fourth season i would say had a ton of great bro moments emotional moments there was an awesome battle but like as far as like the dane culture moments and like iconic stuff that was like in the first three seasons i felt like it just didn't have it yeah Um, and this
1: episode's got some good Dane
0: culture stuff.
1: Yes. i um, not just this later on we'll talk about more. Yes. But speaking of the square, uh Brita's face when Stewar calls it is like really? Like you want to do that? Like really? And I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah. "Ooh, I don't know if Stewar is a match for Brita who's been in this game a long time. We haven't seen Stewar a whole lot." And I like a little bit of shit talk as though You can't have a a good square Making the square without a little bit of shit talk. And Brita mm. says, You have your father's eyes. Maybe I'll keep them when I'm done. You know, and the whole crowd's like,
0: Oh, Brita's a, Brita's a, oh. <laughs> they all just fall back. Oh, <laughs> Brita, Brita is just on it this season it, as far as like shit talking. Oh, yeah. oh my God. There's another episode later on. It's just like, Come on, woman. Like, shiver down. shimmer down. <laughs> they start fighting. And I, one thing I would say is like, they cut away from it too much for me. I was just like, I wanted to just stay on it and do this. But I mean, they're setting up so much with, you with know, this is going on while this is going on. The another boys, one of our
1: favorite things is going on at the same time. Yeah. The a the bros team six entrance to a city.
0: Oh yeah. Still team six, you know, like Utrid back in again, first season breaking. Uh, not breaking into but sneaking up on the dane ships and burning it before he mm. fights up in the square right so um we've got them sneaking in through the sewers and then they break in and there's a giant battle that happens the writers are like okay what are steven colby's favorite
1: things <laughs> yes. um here for episode three let's let's put yes. them in a blender let's yes. put it all together yes only we didn't get a shield wall but we get a battle we get seal team six we get to
0: make in the square it's great yes um, I love it too. I love it interrupts the, the square fight going down. The battle does when the, the boys break out, they start letting out the Danes who were loyal to Citra gear. Right. So that's where this this sort of army comes. They open the gates mm-hmm. and then the men outside come in. I like um, how they show thing. their hiding places too, like Osforth is on a roof and yeah. Citrix like behind a horse and this just um, felt like it just it felt so real i would mm-hmm. say because like like you said it just everyone was just using the set to like go and fight and I know. people were climbing on buildings and sliding like Osforth slides down um like the house and like starts killing people and like gear uh like he yeah. just like gets to the top and he just starts being a sniper with bow I know. and arrow just I, know. I like as soon as that happened like you know when they were first breaking in they were sneakily killing people i was like <laughs> here we go here we go but then when citra gear just starts sniping people with the bow Uh, i was just like oh my god i was was awesome i I know that was amazing
1: and before this when steora's fighting i i think ruby harley looked pretty good fighting i mean we knew we knew emily cox has got the moves steora somewhat holds her own for a bit but she's definitely overmatched Mm. um and brita eventually gets that high ground and that's when you know sig trigger fortunately had gotten there in time he shoots i think at brita but it hits someone in the background yeah and but that <laughs> poor you know, random guy <laughs> poor random guy is like you got these front row tickets to the, the event i mean it says it says right on the ticket you Could. know you know watch out for um projectiles going into the audience so yes. you can't sue brita immediately when she sees that like like battle mode like she switches to battle mode yeah. and forgets kind of steora and by the way steora was fighting pretty fiercely too because Rita had just killed her hella is her name she's the deaf um, woman who is um, steora's uh, aid her helper yeah she kind of killed her unnecessarily like it just she posed no threat and she kind of teased her about it like oh if you help me i won't mm. kill you but you know so Brita sucks and <laughs> Brita sucks. And you know who they let out of that cage? Who was a beast to watch? Who? Walland. Yes. Walland's over in that cage, screaming his head off like, no, no. During the whole thing. And then they finally let him out and he's got this huge, um, battle ax, battle ax. And he's just, <laughs> we got a few beats with him. Just, just oh, he's, he's tough.
0: He yeah. He's a And he's a cannonball and he's wrecked. I love to, uh, There was a this axe throw that happened with uh, Citric, and like the Mm -hmm. way the camera was like with it, how it went to like a guy's face, but it still felt like Last King to me. It just still felt natural. It Didn't feel like it was like, yeah, like set up. So I don't know. It was just it was an awesome axe throw. So fast. It It was like
1: Batman like just. Yeah. You know, we got Harry Gilby's. We've talked a lot about this in our talks. Harry Gilby just kind of like tackles a guy, (laughs) and we found out that that was improvised. (laughs)
0: gary gilby's like no one gets back up when i'm it's like when it's ethelstan like
1: those, is there it's like those jokes um where it's like and the cameras just kept filming yep <laughs> went... he just tackled a guy but ethelstan has some cool beats like i said citric has some great beats finnin um
0: Finn goes oh. the aura
1: has some great beats and then Sigtrigger kicks out the wooden planks of the window and just jumps down. Just Assassin's Creed someone. Just Assassin's Creed and starts killing people. Now, I have to say, Sigtrigger, two times in this battle, almost died.
0: Hmm.
1: One time, I think Steora runs up and a guy's coming behind. She stabs a guy that's coming at Sigtrigger. And the other one's an interesting storyline. I guess we'll touch on it right now. Yeah. With Rongvald, who was on Brita's side. And he's sort of looking around the battle like who's winning, kind of judging. Ooh, should I?
0: Yeah.
1: Did I kind of jump to the other ship here? Because. And I thought this was a pretty cool moment because um, Sigtrigger has his back turned and clearly a Dane is going to get him. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, another Dane. And that Dane gets killed last second. And it's Rongvald, his brother. And it's like, oh. You are supposed to be on the other side.
0: Yeah, and um, and if you don't remember, Rumbald is Sigtryggr's brother, and he was one of them who let all the Danes in. So this is like this is his doing, and that's something they touch on at some point. You know, it's it's why did you help me out? And it to me doesn't seem like it was just because it's it's brotherly love. You know, I think he was
1: trying to save his own skin.
0: Yes, you
1: know because. If he got captured, I mean, it's in this episode, so we can talk about it. If he got captured right away, and he hadn't jumped ship, I think they would have just killed him right away. Yeah, so that's pretty much what saves him. Is he's like, "I saved your life." Mm-hmm. Later on, when Walland is just executing people with the oh, that was just with good, that right pick, yeah, that, or that the, is, the other side of that,
0: yeah, they're using like a oh. pick, like right, right. That's that's Over surgical. Here? yeah that's
1: that's just professional just
0: just working down the line that's
1: just how to do it pain-free for at least once you're dead
0: i was thinking too Uh, (laughs) like when they when they got the rumvald um he was like wait and like he waits like everyone else should have done the same thing right like but he was the last one like if i was after rumvald and and the whole time thinking all right here i go i'm gonna get and then i see rumvald just go wait and then they wait and hear him out i'm like right well now i've got something planned i'm gonna say something like yeah you know I, i'll uh i don't know i'll, I'll clean is, up the this, sewer system is Sig trigger
1: guy's a pushover here let's uh <laughs> i'll do your laundry for a week <laughs> i'll do everyone's laundry <laughs> i'll do everyone's laundry and and at that moment later in the episode when Rungvald's on his knees mm-hmm. we don't know sig trigger's decision right away
0: and he's just standing they...
1: there just cold just looking Wallen's like eager to throw this to just slam the back of his <laughs> neck. is standing there, like, uh, let's go, let's do this, <laughs> let's, go. let's get him um, done. <laughs> I think she kind of knows though that he's not going to do it. Mm. And I, I kind of knew too, you oh, know. Yeah. Um, but I, they do leave you with a little bit of a question because they cut the scene right before Sig Trigger makes his decision. And like you said, he's standing there cold and like contemplating. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, you know, how hard of a decision it is for him. It's his freaking brother, even with all the shit he did. You know, yeah. I mean, his his brother's probably been doing shit to him his whole life, stealing his toys
0: and, you know, <laughs> that's what he says. Like, he was always looking out for his brother. Like, this is just he always so. But but this is like this is the most level of betrayal we can do, you know, mm-hmm. is is get your kingdom taken and mm-hmm. then threaten to kill your wife and, and everything, you know?
1: Yeah. But, you know, back to the battle, there were a lot of amazing beats. It was We were so
0: pumped up. God, there was so many. Cool ones. Especially, like, every time Uhtred and Brita would, like, start to fight. Because yeah. there'd be, like, someone else that comes in. And, like, they, so they have to separate for a bit, deal with these other guys. Or like, there was even, like, one point when Uhtred, like, had, a, like, a clean kill shot lineup up on Brita. Swings, and then just another body falls in the way. Like yes. it was also chaotic and natural feeling. I was it like, felt oh real. God. That's oh what I was gonna say. It oh felt God. natural. It did feel like
1: "Yeah, this is how it would be, you know. And so just props to all the actors and Levente the Le Jacques, the director, which the great. choreography like, great battle choreography. Oh God. Um in the courtyard of Effewich. Pretty
0: awesome. I hope you know, not... talk about like as far as battles go, the one at B in season three uh done home in season two and ten hall in season four those are probably like the bigger the biggest ones yeah how they were and how amazing they were like cinematically and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, choreography but i would say like this one it was amazing it was short and i guess it it wasn't like as important to the story as those other ones were yeah um but like it is so chaotic and crazy and like and so many say, like cool yeah. things happen. Yeah, let's like, say beat for beat. You know, each like battle beat for beat
1: yeah. holds this battle holds its own. Yeah. And is memorable for those reasons. Like, like you said, it's not as significant. I mean, they do take back Effawitch. Yeah. But the scale isn't as big as a Tetan ball yeah. or a like Dun-holme. if this
0: battle didn't happen, like it wouldn't change who Uhtred was. You know what I mean? No. I mean, he does yeah. save his daughter here. Yeah. But
1: but just the scale of it wasn't as big yeah but during this battle i mean brita's daughter i mean all this crazy beats are going on and she's just looking at a feather i'm like watch the battle just look all these beats they're awesome and she's just they're showing through her eyes which i thought was cool and she's seeing something in the trees it's it's kind of calling to her because she's been raised to have this sort of clairvoyant you know, she's a seer. Brita's raised her like this. So she starts wandering right through the chaotic battle. And they do like a slightly slow motion, I think. And I'm like, I'm like this. Because look, even though the girl is Brita's daughter and she's done some bad things, she's been creepy. She's still a little girl that's just been manipulated by her mother to do this shit. Yeah, and that's what she was raised to do. I don't want anything bad to happen to the little girl. And so while she's like walking through the battles, there's like a ax or sword swipe that like just ticks her hair. Mm -hmm. They show. And I'm just like biting my nails like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And Brita sees that. And as as a good mother would, she like.
0: She goes, oh, shit.
1: She goes, oh, shit, too. You know, like stay away from the battle, like go and I'll find you after. Stay safe. And so where does Vivica, her daughter, think is safe?
0: Just the top of the chapel,
1: <laughs> the top of the chapel, the highest point, of the, the highest steeple. point. This is an, this is a crazy moment
0: to me. This is one of those moments where it's just like they're making Utra to be like too heroic. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I mean, like I mean, I, I want him to be a good guy, obviously, but I don't know if like in the middle of a chaotic battle if i would like make it my priority to make sure the kids are safe especially well but think of it this way i was thinking of it this way like does
1: uther want her daughter to die no i think he does want to save the daughter but i also think he knows that that's the biggest leverage over brita so if he can get the daughter and just say just like he did with canute's kids you know
0: yeah yeah,
1: then he can stop this whole battle. That's what I'm thinking. Like,
0: that's I uh, know that 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 kind of. I think you're right. I
1: think that is probably what he's doing. It clears it I, up some. You're right, but I, but I do think like he also a, a big part of him, he doesn't want the kid to die. No. So I think like when she's on the edge and breed and Uhtred falls her up, Brita's on another roof lower. Oh my
0: god, Uhtred. she's on a whole separate building, like one story down. I know. But and... I think
1: Uhtred's first priority is like, okay, save her life, make sure she's safe, and then threaten her life and, and tell Brita. <laughs> but he's, he's like, come down, child. He's, you know. he's on the same building
0: as her. Like, she's, aren't, yeah, feet away. Can almost reach her, just not quite. And Brita's um, like, no, jump to me. Jump a story down to me across a gap in a building. And I was just like, this is never... This is not going to end well. This is usually not a good idea.
1: The the statistics of this working are not high. <laughs> but Brita's, you know, she's spewing all this stuff like the gods are with you, like um, just jump. And the girl, she's, it's just crazy because the zooms in on her. She's looking at Utrid, looking at her mom, looking at Utrid. And of course she's going to do what her mom says.
0: It's the only person she's ever listened to her whole life so she jumps and she dies brutal oh my god <clears throat> brutal. I, like as soon as i saw this happening i was like i don't know how she could survive you know mm-hmm. um oh no way but i was i was thinking brita's child was gonna die this season um to like give her like a little throw in the arc here yeah i think um, i kind of had that too yeah <clears throat> i didn't expect it in the third episode of the the season though that's mm. for sure um, and if you remember this was her child with canute um from season four mm. you know when af- when she was raising it and after um Citra gear you know ends the fight and and teams up with utred she's just like i can't trust any of these these danes to to just be vicious bloodthirsty people like me i just can't trust right? anyone everyone's peace I gotta go start um, my own cult, and she's like, the, the, "My first member of my cult is gonna be my kid," you know. Yeah. Um, so we, we were both like, "All right, we know her child is you made this little nasty, evil thing." Right. Um, and she wasn't really nasty, but she was definitely she, evil. She'd be like, "Well, let she, me hold your hand." So you yeah. Should die. You know. Yeah, and and
1: I wonder too, though. I mean, she was blindfolded all all the time with that, like. How much does she really, I mean, she's so young.
0: How much does she really understand what's going on? Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too, but it, like, like at some point you got to be like, right, I'm going to, I'm going to take this off and there's going to be like seven people missing. And those are the people <laughs> I touched. You know? Where'd They go mommy
1: or they're laying on the ground. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it, but she's raised up in this. So again, I don't think you can blame her completely because it's no. just what Rita had her do. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It was, but, it was she
0: was raised. It,
1: but she was going to be evil, at least we can at least say that. Like if she kept living, yeah. I feel like she was going to be and Brita kept raising her. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that was crazy to see the little girl. I mean, we
0: And that's still pretty much what is what ends the battle. Brita just takes the kid and just leaves. Emily Cox, her eyes yeah, walking out of great. the city,
1: everybody defending her. She's forgotten about the battle. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It doesn't matter all she can think about is her her dead child in her arms Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and everybody's fighting off behind her as they leave effowitch and emily Cox's face is she's destroyed yeah she's destroyed
0: but i I like too that they didn't just have her like break down then and crying and stuff um like she was like in shock she's still like in battle mode like she just held the kid and just like walked out like you know look obviously devastated looking but also yeah. just like in shock of what's going mm-hmm.
1: on and she and gets away yeah she needs to get away and then she breaks down they show yeah. somebody taking her taking the child and then emily cox just Breda mm-hmm. just lets it all out i thought it was well
0: done how they did and it. what
1: what i also like too was they show utred watching her watching her leave he's not happy um i think he's relieved that f which is taken back but there's a lot of concern on his face because what I think is there's a huge part of him that still deeply cares about Brita. You know what I mean? And he knew how important, <clears throat> excuse me, how important this child was to her. And even though she did tons of shit to his kids, yeah. was trying to do stuff to stay or it's like, I still think a big part of
0: him feels sorry for Brita. Yeah. Do you think that too or do you oh, think Oh yeah, was- I think no, like- that's 100% why he lets so much shit slide with her is because yeah. um you know he feels he feels guilty for essentially he was essentially the first one to betray her, you know. Not that mm. back in season it- 1 why he why he didn't just go with her and Ragnar is because he swore to Alfred, you know, that he'd be his man and and that he'd, you know, work for him. But why that meant something to him, besides, you know, he wants to be an honorable guy, keeps his word, is because, and this is elaborated on more in the books, but they do explain mm-hmm. it some in the show, they they'd hint at it, is that if Uhtred was to go with the Danes, sure, he could probably win back Bevan Burr, but then it would be property of the Danes. It would b- mm-hmm. always be in, there'd be no legal right for him that says, this is yours this is of right. Bember, this is just you, Dane Conqueror, you took this, and this is your fortnight. Right. He knew that if he stayed with the Saxons, if he wanted back, and he is the elderman, if he's in favor with them, it would legally be his then. Then it would be of right. Bember, this is mine, rightfully, it's going to go on to my heirs, um, anyone who, you know, people could take it, but then they'd be enemies. They wouldn't just be like friends deceiving you and getting the next right. one up on you. It would be so that was his big thing. He wanted his birthright. He wanted that, and that's why he didn't go with U- Brita, because he knew if he went back with the Danes, he would never be Richard Bember, right. which was to him that's for him reaching his potential. Um, right. Totally. So he was the first one to do that to her, and he, I think he's just always felt guilty every time he has left her in the Danes to mm-hmm. you know go back with the Saxons to to go back with Alfred and to leave Ragnar and her. It happens you know th- like three or four times if you count yeah. the first time that happens that i just mentioned um, again that season when he is a hostage and yeah. he needs yeah. to go back and warn alfred about abba and everyone else coming back that they're they're gonna get uh, some battles coming on and then in season two i mean he was threatened by alfred that like hey right. i'm gonna kill your brother <clears throat> for you killing the priest I right. swear to me so that he banned and, and they again. reconcile
1: that in season three which is amazing in their yes. little side journey but then
0: obviously but he does leave Ragnar to go help Ethelfled before yeah, that too so I mean there's like those four times they had that awesome that was one of our favorite moments I think that was even your bro moment or bro moment of the season um was was Uhtred and Brita yeah and I, mean, I love that moment that was and amazing
1: in season four again he one of the worst betrayals is to her and she wants him to kill her and he decides not to because how can he kill this person he's bonded with even though yeah. now she's going to suffer as a slave instead of dining in Valhalla according to Brita's mind she's not going to be with Ragnar anymore or at that moment so she's all ult- you know that's like ultimate like I think that was it I think that's but like, where it snapped I'm but,
0: still like in that moment I feel like there was other options you know I've said this a bunch of times yeah. it's just like I feel like he could have just took her and like been like, this is my prisoner, you know, or or like, hey, this no, is one so of was I, the agreement with the Welsh. There was so I, I don't know. I just feel like there was other options that they it was just like kill her or let her go, as, as a slave, I was just like, I don't know. Right. I feel like there was some other options we didn't try and do. So back to, I think yeah, he does feel guilty about those things, mm-hmm. um, and I like that they sort of carry that into this, and that's why he he says like it wouldn't have been honorable. Her child just died. That's why I didn't go after her and kill her. But I also think it was just all those things. That he's felt it's like he was up. the one always letting her down, yeah. that that he was just like, like like I still feel bad, you know. I'm gonna let her go,
1: yeah. And now her daughter's dead, and another thing to the list. So she walks away. They're celebrating, you know. The, the, the boys are in the gates of Efevich, like, yeah, we did it, yeah. Um, which was cool to see because I think the odds were still kind of against them. They they were outnumbered. Purely could come in with reinforcements at one point. Um, with the Mercian men purely goes to help the town people after yeah and that's when who does he find in the weeds brida yeah. and we just she's see her way. step into the camera and we just know oh she's nah, she's gonna take true. him
0: she's gonna take him yeah. um after the battle too finnan uh comes clean with utred he's like all right now well, i can't not I can't right away him. though no what happens what happens then? he tries to and utred's like i have to go
1: and then later oh, he, he tries to clean. Get, he tries yeah. to get him to go see and Yeah, he he's... tried. and
0: Utrid's just like, no, no, not now. I gotta Yeah, I gotta do with the Brita stuff. Yes. Um, we gotta go after Brita. Um, and that's when he's like, all right, like, hey, you know, this is this might be the last time you see her is to go see Etheled. And she's yeah. sick and she's dying. And again, Utred is like, what? She was fine. She was walking around. Right. And he he like he says again, like this taking all of her strength. And at first, like yeah. Uhtred is, I think, frustrated by the news. So he's just like, you lied to me. And I was like, "Yeah, was you concealed this. this from me. You concealed this from me. Yeah. And when I was watching this, I was like, come on, don't don't take this out on Finan. Finn is best bro of the year. Multiple years going. I know. Cannot- Look at the
1: track record. And you see that go through his mind, though, too. Yeah. You see that he like yes. he has a moment where he's angry with Finn and Finan, like in disbelief mm. that you didn't tell me right away. And then you see him going through, he's like, wait a minute, bro moment season two, bro. Mo- yeah, well, okay. <laughs> he's thinking, <laughs> um, no, but there is that sort of, you see in his eyes, like, hold a second, hold a second. Uh, he's been my best friend for years. And there's gotta be a good reason why he didn't tell me right away. You know, and Finan explains himself, like, we didn't want you to be divided. Like I had to swear to Edith that I wouldn't tell you yeah. until after, because we wanted you to focus on this. And then Alexander Draymond, Hey, Dre. Throwing down the acting here. It's hard to watch because he's learning that Aethelflaed, who he loves, mm. is about to die. I mean, I think in his head, like, she's already dead because Finan even
0: has a line like, there's still time, Lord. Yeah. And um, that's that's what, yeah, this was a great moment. So many great emotional moments in this mm-hmm. episode too, which is why like it was so good to me. We had the awesome battle. We had all the, we had um making the square and they made it book accurate too. Book okay, accurate. You know, like it was textbook. Ten, ten more points to you. And then we, we get all these emotional moments. We get um I would say this is a bro moment between Finn and Utrud for sure here. Um, tough conversation, you know. It's a tough conversation. But and who then do you want to have that conversation with your best bro, right? Yeah. And then Utrud opens up. He's he uh, like you said, he's (sighs) he's, his Adre's acting. He's just like like I thought we'd have more time. I thought like And he can't finish these sentences either. Yeah. He's like, I thought we might I thought there'd be
1: more, you know, and it trails off like he's breaking down, his eyes are watering.
0: Um Finn is like, let's go ride out, let's go do it. Let's go see still
1: time, Lord, and you can feel the pain. Alexander Draymond, bravo. Yes, Like we've said many times, it's gotten better each season. Yeah. Each season is acting it's gotten better. It's always,
0: always, always good, though. It's always good, always great, but it's only gotten better. Some other Oof. things going on at this time, like, Fled yeah. is dying, and they're showing her on her deathbed, essentially, and she's basically trying to get her house in order here. I would say another great bro moment that she had was with Outhelm, and her talk yeah. with Outhelm, and you mm. know, we, we've mentioned this before, and how Outhelm has just been so hard friend zoned like so many times, you know, it she knows that too, yeah, and like like we, we yeah, mentioned like i th- what what do we do? I think it was like the best kill nomination we had in our Arslings award was what <laughs> the one time when Utrid comes down with a raging boner holding serpent breath in his hand, opens the door and uh, like right uh, in front of outhelm as as he's banging the woman he loves oh pain oh my pain god so i mean like this guy has been there through that like yeah i mean after that time i don't know man if i i, I would have had to really love this girl to, to stay with her yeah and, and be her right hand man but oh my like, god she 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 tells him you know like he was awesome and she really appreciates him and and like he's just so no
1: one served
0: mercia more faithfully than you yeah Something like that. And that uh, is that is one thing. Alham has always loved oh, Mercia, you know. That's that's always been even when he was being a dick with Ethel yeah, Red, that yeah. was always his rationalization for things was like this is the best for thing Mercia. for Mercia. Right. And at the time, Alfred was trying to be the guy in charge of Mercia and just have Ethel Red be on the puppet throne. So I think it's why like Ethel Red in the show was like doing things that he that were a little more dickish because he was trying to justify Mercian independence. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they have a great conversation, and like out home, is just very professional and like even keel all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was great when they're having the conversation. He's just like, Thank you. You don't owe me anything. It's fine. And then he goes outside and he just like, So it's like sort of like beating on the wall a little bit and just like trying well, to he, hold it. Yeah, together. he grabs a thing and he looks up to the
1: sky like, Why God? Yeah. why Why are you doing this taking my love you know the person i love most i would say in the world you know amazing acting by james northcote bravo again everybody this episode
0: i mean that's great ellsworth too eliza yes. Butterworth has a great moment like freaking out about her daughter dying yeah um, like i'm just gonna go pray you're gonna be fine I'm gonna go yeah pray. she
1: needs god's prayers not potions kind of criticizing yeah. Edith um and what she's trying to do, even though there's really no hope at this point. By the way, at this point too, Brezel, who had found out from um, Bishop Benedict about yeah. Ethel fled, goes and tells Edward, who is now you know doesn't have Pure league next to him to filter bullshit. Yeah, but Edward still thinks for himself now. By yes. the way, he's, he's not still... as easily influenced by Ethelhelm now without Pure league there. And he comes and he tells them the news. He's like, How, you know, would you have heard about this and not me? This is my sister. And, you know, maybe they want to keep it quiet because because of what happened in Mercia before, with all the eldermen being crazy and being you know, wanting the power and like maybe yeah. she wants it to be more secret. So while this is all going on, they, there's a scene with oh. Aelfled, like a little later in the episode, and they're making this tapestry oh. by Alice from Laos who apparently is this holy person and they're going to carry this to the holy aisle as like a, uh, a homage, a um, pilgrimage. Yeah. That's a pilgr- Edward doesn't know about this. And he walks in while she's doing all this. This is kind of cool because it shows Edward is smart. He does consider all things um, as a King should. Mm-hmm. And in front of the Alice, he's like, you know, Elfeld's like, don't you think the King should have a nice gift for the holy isle? And Edward's like, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> and then he pulls her aside and not so secretly says to her, do you realize that like this could start a war? Like this could be seen as like us trying to lay claim to the Holy Isle and that King Constantine, who we have not met, King Constantine could see this as like us taking, this, stuff? taking this. Like, do you even. So he makes her cry, but but it's like a good
0: scolding. It's like he needs to tell her because it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I would say Edward definitely seems more on top of his his king shit this season. Yeah, you might still not always agree with him with mm-hmm. what he's doing, but at least it seems like he's got a plan and with what he wants to do. And it's just it's him now that's in charge right. of that. And uh, that's what I love. I love seeing Outhelm so flustered. Not Outhelm Ethelhelm Ethelhelm. Um, yeah, so flustered this season. Like, just like I don't know what he's gonna do. I'm trying to. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I really, I really enjoy that.
1: So basically, what happens is she starts crying, and Ethelhelm pulls Aelflud aside after that, and says, "Like, you need to pull your shit together. Like, you know, I know it sucks, but you need to bear it because pretty soon Aelfward is going to be on the throne in Mercia, because I got a plan. And earlier in the episode, he talks to Bresel about, like, oh, they want Aelfwin on the throne. Well. You know that's easy. No one's going to go for that because she's this immature girl. You know she's been pretty immature this whole season so far. Yeah. Um, this is a good chance for me to try to get Aelford on the front throne, and we know that if we get the Eldermen to say that, so he's like Bresel. You know, pay, pay a visit to the Eldermen, and here take all this silver and convince them. Which we know the the Eldermen of um, Mercia in the past there was some sketchiness. There was some
0: a lot of sketchiness.
1: So. He does that, and in the episode, we see Brezel convincing the Elderman you should make Elford, and he like shows the silver, boom. And we don't see their decision right there, but we can kind of assume that, okay, they're probably going to side with Ethelhelm. Maybe we're wrong, but maybe they wouldn't have, but that's what we think. Who hears this conversation between Ethelhelm and Elfled? Edwards' new side chick. Edwards? Yadgifu overhears what's being said. She's going to go tell
0: Mr. Edward. She's going to tell her new her new man, her new boyfriend. Yes. That definitely but, starts the gears turning with him, though. Yeah, now, yeah. Starts you know, the gears right, turning. Well, now with, he knows. Like, Here right. we go. He knows Ethelhelm is trying to impede.
1: Ethelhelm had also told Edward about Ethelflaed dying, too. Mm-hmm. So
0: Brezel had told Ethelhelm, and then Ethelhelm tells Edward but it seems like from that, mm-hmm. Edward finds out, oh, he's known for a while before he told right. me.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And speaking of the successor stuff, Ethelflood said Elfwynn must be named his successor. And that was before that moment with Aldhelm. And she asks Aldhelm one last favor. Can you oversee? Can you be her her guide, her uh, right hand man? You know, and and Aldhelm is just like, it'll be my honor, you know, through yeah. tears. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Oh, another big moment earlier in the episode, too, was when Sigtrigger asks Uhtred to be loyal to him.
0: Mm -hmm. Again, it's that Saxon Uh, versus Dane toss up here.
1: Or you're against us, you know? And And
0: and it's tough because Uhtred, you know, again, he's been loyal to the Saxons, he's been guard for the Mercians, and Mm -hmm. Ethel fled literally just shut him down. He doesn't understand why Mm -mm. he shut him down. But again, you can see in his head, he's just thinking like, I've been doing this for five seasons now, and like every time, it's like dude, one of these Ooh. children of Alfred or Alfred himself, I ask for some help. They, they have, they just f me over, and I have to do some SEAL Team Six figuring out on my own to get it. And but, but from Sig Trigger's
1: point of view here, it's like you know, we just lost our city, and Edward didn't even come to our aid. He betrayed us. Yeah, he betrayed us. So you know, screw him. But it's- if you join me, we
0: can kind of hold our own together it's interesting because if you remember citra gear was the very progressive guy that was like saxon dane mix we got a new new the, the new way and like even at the beginning of this yeah. season he's like i don't care if they they preach and do all that. I, I don't care like like i i want to be a king of all people let's do it and but now now that he like got turned on here and now that Edward didn't back him up. He's the, He started to see in us and in them. So like what Brita wanted to happen yeah. is still like pretty much happening now to Citrigan and because he's like, he's fl- he's they, so are, they just see us as pagans. And like they're and he sees right. them just as Christians who are only going to protect their own. But right. Again, Edward did want to send his men um, and he, he wanted did. to raise the fjord. And Edward also thought Ethelflaed was going to be there when he sent stuff. So, but it was Ethelhelm that threw off the the Wessex side of things and then it was so, Ethel fled holding off her men because yeah. she knew she was going to die so it was just it was a yeah. bunch of tricky circumstances but that
1: all Sig Trigger knows is nobody showed up at his aid so when you think yeah. about it too he was not only betrayed by his own family and other Danes he was betrayed by his allies in Wessex. he's betrayed by almost everyone except Uhtred and it's just like what the heck so I think, you know, for the rest of the season, I think Sig Trigger is a little lost as far as like he's just like, I gotta fend for myself. I gotta do
0: Yeah. You know, and he's starting to see like the us versus them thing, which was yeah. he wasn't about before. And mm-hmm. yeah, and again, it's just it's tough for Utre because again he's like Saxon or Dane, and I feel like he's made this choice a million times, but like you can see, it's a little tough this time again. Yeah. Because like and, and like- this is his daughter's husband, who he likes you know mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. tricky getting dad's approval yeah it um, is so like he really likes this guy basically he denies him and i think
1: sig trigger's reaction um is the best uh he just looks at him in disappointment and walks away he doesn't say anything and yeah. a lot of times silence is the worst mm-hmm. when someone's silent it's like just hit me you know just yell at me but he's he's disappointed <laughs> he's, he's silent. Like, just hit me,
0: hit me. You know, and,
1: and it's just i think in sig trigger's mind it's like damn one more person that doesn't stand with me again damn um steora finds utrid after this little scene and like kind of talks to him about how sig trigger's lost right now he needs help he needs your guidance and how could you not be lost with all the betrayals that have been left and right yeah. and utrid utrid doesn't really answer to her you got to put his arm around steora and they walk away and To end the episode, we need to figure out what to do with Rongvald, because we then see he's caged up downstairs, like tells us, oh, he didn't get killed. Yeah. And what are we going to do with him? Because like, can't just let him off. He betrayed you. He'd like the ultimate, if any one of those people deserve to die, I feel like it should be Rongvald. Yes. This is like
0: the top guy to die.
1: I know he's the one who infiltrated and betrayed, but he is family. He's blood. And he did save Sig Trigger in the battle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he uses those in his defense. You can just tell it tears Sig Trigger apart. Um, Stiora is like, he needs to answer for this. And Sig Trigger is like, he's my family. Like He doesn't want to kill him. He doesn't want to make him suffer because it's his brother. But as a good leader, he knows he needs to. He needs to set an, at least an example. And so we kind of get a new... Dane, Whitten. sort of. It's not a wit. It's like Whitten. a new trial, and this was pretty cool. And we saw something in the trailer and in, um of the scene, and I had no idea what it was gonna be. I was like, yeah. what the heck is that?"
0: When I was watching this in the trailer, it looked. I, I first of all, I couldn't even tell who it was. I couldn't tell. Yeah. I thought for like for. I thought it was first, I thought it was either Utred or I thought it was even Ethelstan, like just completely disheveled like being a prisoner Uh, for a while mm -hmm. and it looked like to me like they were like getting whipped and like pushing some sort of like crazy crank or something you know what i mean
1: yeah Um, that's what
0: it looked like to me at the time it just looked like they were like struggling to try and push something yeah Um, and
1: and we learn about it as as a sig trigger i think explains it and this
0: is clearly steora's idea though like clearly (laughs) steora
1: well i wonder how traditional this is though yeah because it has to do with dane religion about the um you know the norse gods with odin which is cool but basically what happens is they put a toblerone in uh boiling water (laughs) no they put this metal bar in this boiling water and they get it super super hot and Sig Trigger's like, you must take the bar with two hands, reach in and hold it, and take nine steps, each step for every night out and hung from the great tree. Which it's like, oh sick. I love I love how they're incorporating the mythology into this. Okay. Yes. You know, and this this scene really reminded me of like every time like um I want mozzarella sticks and it's still in the deep fryer and I just can't wait anymore. <laughs> And I just—it's just like <laughs> it's it. I, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> just,
1: you know, it's exactly the
0: same. <laughs> exactly when it's in the deep fryer.
1: So, so you know, I felt—I I know what sick sugar feels like, Or what no, uh, wrong vault feels like.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild. And like, oh man, that's and that's where the episode ends, and it just—he
1: reaches in to get it, and like you see him pull it up, the snot coming out of the nose, oh. the um he's shirtless by the way he's like shamed and this felt very vikings
0: to me this felt like something yeah i saw on the show vikings mm-hmm. um i mean it's still it's still last kingdom but it just it felt like i was like this if this scene was happening in vikings it would it would feel like right at home and usually the shows to me are very uh distinguished and different Yeah, now, but i was like yeah. this feels like it could be in vikings yeah it was it was it was definitely interesting and that's
1: where the episode ends so just when he like pulls it up and starts screaming pretty awesome way to end and i'm like oh i hope we get to see the rest of this
0: maybe we do but we don't know maybe we do
1: maybe we do but we'll tell you next time but for today that's
0: that's it for this episode so i'm i'm committing you know with all the emotional beats with yeah and then with the battle the square um, yeah, I'm I'm going 9.5 for this episode. Yeah,
1: I'm going to up it to 9.5 too. A couple wow. small things I'd like to touch on before we wrap it up is we do see Purely gets tied up by Brita. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so he's captive, and also there was a moment after the early battle where Ethelstan vomits.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right.
1: Um, on the horse when they're going to look after, you know, um, Brita, I believe. Yeah, and um, I love this moment because he's like, "Sorry, Lord." Because this was Ethelstan's first big battle, mm-hmm. and Uhtred's like, like I did the same thing in Ragnar's helmet after my first battle. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's I like that. That's,
0: and that's cool because that's that's like hinting at that him and Ragnar fought mm-hmm. together. We didn't see it in season one, so like mm-hmm. it, it was unclear whether or not when we saw Uhtred in season one. Mm-hmm. um if he had if he'd even fought before like when he was killing those guys did he even fight before right um because I think in the books Uhtred went to the battles when he was growing up but he never really fought he learned to get in the shield wall position he did all this stuff but I don't think he actually fought until he was actually working for Alfred right. um so like and that was like part of like his character too like he would just say like this is the best advice even though he had no experience Right. no experience and he would just be like i'm just going to be cocky and i'm going to say whatever i fucking think here it's it's hinting at that in the show he knew this stuff and he must mm-hmm. have been in some battle with ragnar right. at some point so that was right. that was kind of interesting i was so I'm cool. like are we going to get a prequel are we going <laughs> to right
1: that would be cool um but yeah that's i think everything i wanted to talk about from this episode uh, if we missed anything please comment below a lot happened in this episode
0: yeah um but what were
1: your what was your bro moment steve
0: this one was tough for me because i really love the moment between um utred and finnan um, again you know there's there's this this part of finnan like he he never wanted to hold the secret back from Utred. Mm-hmm. because like to him even though like he's not lying to Utred, it's still he's not telling him which to him is enough that like is betraying his trust so eventually when he caves and then he also motivates him to go out and see Ethelflaed and they just ride out together. He's like, Lord, there's still time. Let's go to that was an awesome bro moment. And Utra just opening up about his feelings for Ethelflaed. And because mm-hmm. clearly he mustn't really talk about it. Because like is right. like, we all know you guys love each other, you know? So I thought that was great. I think I'm gonna have to give it though to Ethel Fled. Um, yeah, like, just giving a shout out to to Outhelm and like you know, like hey, you know, I I know it sucked for you being friend zoned, you know, all this time, but like, you you're, you're the best, and I appreciate you. And I I thought that was that's I think that was awesome, and I really loved that. So I'm gonna have to give that my best bro moment for the episode. Cool,
1: you yeah. Well, I'm going to go with the Finan and Uhtred one because I think that's such a hard conversation to have. And I do like how you see Uhtred sort of feel betrayed and then he gets over it real quick because he knows Finan's a huge bro. And I'm taking that because you took Ethel fled and Aldhelm because that's such a special moment between two characters who have so much history together. Yeah. Um, you could almost consider um, when Rongvald saves Sigtryger because it's literally a bro moment because he's saving his bro. Mm. But the reason why that I don't think it can be is because I think... Motivation motivations motivations are not right like if he was truly doing it to save his brother because 100 percent love you know yeah sort of like when um Uhtred saved Ragnar and Eddington Ethington yeah I think yeah. when Battle of Ethington in season one like that's a cool bro moment but here I think it was more to save his own butt so yeah. I'm going Finn in having that tough conversation with Uhtred um but what was your favorite moment from
0: the episode I mean, the whole battle. I mean, the whole battle. I don't know, man. Like, because making the square, when they first said make the square, I was like, I was was not expecting it. I was not. I was the way the show was last season. I was like, they completely forgot about making the square. And not only did they make the square, but they made it with the branches. They made it book and possibly historically accurate. So (laughs) I was just, I was like, oh my God, you guys are amazing. To me, though, the only reason (laughs) it wasn't is because the fight itself they kept cutting away from it and it's just like mm-hmm. i wanted to see more of the actual duel between brita and store and we, we get yeah. to see plenty of cool beats but that's the only reason that one's not taking it because right. that was amazing the battle then right after i'm gonna have to give it to because it was it was crazy And like i said like just the the like the axe throw how quick it. Yes. like i was like how did they not kill a guy how did they not kill a guy with the axe right there because <laughs> usually like when you see like an axe throw or something like they it's a it's like a two-parter or they like they like throw it and then you can tell there's a quick like cut, even if they pan and then mm-hmm. they show a guy like just holding it in his face but it looked like we watched the axe go into his face like it looked like Arnest threw an axe into a guy's face and and I don't know maybe that maybe that's just a stunt man's commitment you know yeah. um you know he's like I don't really need this eye like like I said every time Uhtred and Brita kept trying to fight there'd be like other people like coming and messing it up and then like the one time he swung at her like complete kill shot. Yes. And then there's the body in the way. You know, it yeah. reminded me of like when Bane and Batman were fighting in the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. You know? Um but it's like amazing. I would say it was even more well done as far as like dealing with other people and fighting. You know, but I mean, yeah. Like it yeah. reminded me of that moment. And which I love that moment. So totally. I'm going battle. I'm going battle.
1: Yeah, me too. Um the whole SEAL team six during the making the square it was like all things that would have been my favorite moment of an episode packed into one yes. in the battle. So I've got to go with yes. the same thing. Um, so many good beats. Props to all the actors, stunt team. Really amazing. And yeah, I think that's it for this episode. So let us know your favorite moments, your favorite bro moments, down in the comments below. Um, it was a great episode. Great episode. Please follow, subscribe, um, all that good stuff. We uh, appreciate all the support that we get. But for now, it's like we always say, we always say, goodbye Goodbye, and destiny is all. all.